<laughs> welcome, welcome gotcha. to Bubble Dutch. We have um, we have a special week. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we have a special week. Um, yeah. Sorry, I just got abused for my um, my my shirt that I'm wearing. I'm wearing a Patriot oh, wow. shirt. I mean, um, you can hear there's an accent uh, with one of our guests, and yeah. we will, yeah, um, intro. I guess so. You know yeah. who they are, but let unity be between us. You know? Yes, before <laughs> even name, so there's yeah. no biasism for the people that are just listening to the podcast. That's right. It's, you know, <laughs> the love is there. <laughs> but anyway, we have um, yeah. Barry and Letitia Gager. They are mm-hmm. amazing people. Um, I've we just uh, recorded something mm-hmm. for church, and again, um, I will say it again because I mean it. Um, we love you guys. Um, mm-hmm. You guys are a part of uh, our life group before you moved up to uh, YWAM North, mm-hmm. and. Um, you guys were real special to us and it was it was kind of hard to see you guys go because mm. you're so you know mm. you're part of our our, mm. our community mm. um and we just got closer and closer till literally the week off so it's like um but uh so yeah i mean for me we love you guys i mean mm, you guys are so too. special but you are also uh part of our Harmony missions mm-hmm. technically as well yeah mm. um so we we support you financially with mm-hmm. prayer um Hopefully, relationally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. In every yeah, way. Yeah. Supported. I mean, yeah. 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 Um, and so we're pretty much just going to, uh, I guess, talk more about that because um, there's something that you guys do that is special, which is, uh, I guess, intentional discipleship. Mm. Yeah. Um, and that's what you guys are carrying. And we yeah. want to, I guess, dive into that a bit more. Mm. Um, but yeah, so we've just come off last week. We had... Um, Gideon, we talked about, you guys remember, right? Definitely. Yes, it was the best. <laughs> no, nah, nah, we, um, Powerful. but we, um, we talked about some stuff that, uh, I can't remember either. That's great. Here we are. <laughs> either. <laughs> either. Oh. I don't know. I can't remember. But it was, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I learned something. I remember that. Amen. It was great. Um, but we also had, uh, it's the end of the year for us. Um, we're also going to a traffic light system, but context for mm-hmm. right now is, yeah, we've, we've done our last service in person till mm. we get a hold of the traffic light system because mm-hmm. um, even for us um, it was a tough decision yeah. to go there to go to a online only yeah. um, as you can imagine yeah. um, but I mean even while we've been in the last few days the, the laws have changed about what how we do it yeah. so yeah. like totally. even yeah. if we decided last uh, week we would have had to undo it yeah. and uh, it's probably even going to change before yeah. tomorrow yeah. when it yeah, actually yeah. or whenever it engages so yeah. Yeah, so it's it's tough, but we also we want to stay above the law and also yep. steward our family, yeah, our church awesome. family. Yeah, we get is, that. Um, yeah, mm. but it means you guys can because we'll put you know we'll make online even better so you guys can <laughs> yes. from where you are. Oh, come on, yes. yeah. <laughs> so um, we which which why where are you at and uh, what are you guys doing? Yeah, yeah. So we're the ministry leaders of Youth with a Mission Zion, which is in Mangutsuroto. New Zealand. Yeah, so I didn't say it. I was like, up north. <laughs> yeah. It is I don't know what to butcher it. Wait, how do you say small, it? Maunga Turoto. Maunga Turoto. Maunga Turoto. Maunga Turoto. Yeah. To, the mountain yeah. in standing in a lake or something. In the middle, like yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. oh, wow. It's a beautiful small town in the Kaipara. And um, yeah, we're blessed to be there. Mm. At, at the moment, we have a, a school running conjoined with YWAM in Queenstown. Mm-hmm. So oh, the DTS okay. was down there for the first portion of their training, and then they were up north with us, and lockdowns are happening, and it was crazy. Mm-hmm. But they're on outreach now. And so they, yeah. they've been tripping around New Zealand for the last almost two months, 
and mm. have been seeing amazing things happen. And they're about to graduate, and so we'll be in Queenstown for the graduation. And so cool. at the moment, we, we've been up at Zion kind of just keeping the place, you know, mm. good. <laughs> good. Good. Uh, while the teams are out, um, yeah, doing their thing on outreach. So, cool. mm. yeah. so what is Youth for the Mission for people that don't know? Yes. Mm. Uh, take away, Tish. Um, yes. <laughs> she said, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Barry's worded it well just before. He said pretty much mm. our bread and butter is uh, the training and equipping and sending out yes. of young people. Mm. Um, and young at heart people. Yeah, young at heart people mm. as well. And it is uh, international and interdenominational. Mm. So um, it's a beautiful thing. Usually when borders are open, it is a big mix mm-hmm. of cultures and flavours. Um, but we've... Yeah, at the moment we've been focusing more on New Zealand and having majority Kiwis coming through. But YWAM is how old now? Must be sixty something. Over sixty. Yeah. Yep. So it is you know more about how it's like the largest It is the largest something or other um, missions organization in the world, I think. Really? There's like eighteen thousand full time staff in over a hundred and ninety countries. And it baffles like people because everybody's unpaid. Yeah. And there's literally, yeah, yeah. there's not a single, not a single person, person is paid. Wait, in what? Who Everybody in YWAM lives off salary. We all live by faith. Praise yeah. the I Lord. I have no idea. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. I'm baffled. You said he's going to be baffled and I'm baffled. That's the youth of the mission, yeah. It started by, I did not know that. started by a 20-year-old guy who had a vision. Incredible. And here we oh, are goodness. today. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm taking a moment. I'm going to yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. Wow. So okay. it was a vision of waves going out and the mm. waves turned into young people spreading out across the globe was the initial vision that Lauren had when he was 20, 21. Yeah. And, um, was that Lauren Cunningham? Lauren Cunningham. Yes. Okay. And so yeah. that is what we're a part of, is yeah. the waves going out. New Zealand is a pivotal part of that beginning and pioneering as well. Yeah. So New Zealand and... um It's actually where Lauren came over and conversed with people, continued to dialogue around what this looks like and prayed into it. Yeah. And um, so New Zealand's been a big part of pioneering YWAM yeah. in the globe. Yeah. That's awesome. It's true. Yeah. All right. So, so what, would you, what would you say is like the biggest... Um, the biggest, I guess, opportunity that you get that's different being mm. a YWAM base. Like, what's what's mm-hmm. a, what's different to mm. being a part of a life group? Yep. Being in a church. What is what's the yeah. what's the key differences? Yeah, it's a good question. I think so. When you come to be part of YWAM, usually yep. you're coming to do a discipleship training school. So that's sort of like the main entry level entry level kind of uh, mm. course that people engage with and be a part of with YWAM. And so it's a five and a half, six month long course that is designed to pretty much disciple you, train mm. you for the purpose of sending you out to be in missions or be missional wherever you go. Yeah. So cool. the training phase is the first three months and it's kind of works on all of your attitude, heart, character, while giving you some really good practical training, theological training, but more so just uh, discipling you as a person. Hmm. Um, So it's different in that you're not getting a lot of head knowledge. You're getting a lot of um, just life with Jesus knowledge and how to actually just make him your Lord Hmm. and then obey obey him and be sent out. And so... Um, the DTS, the school, is pretty intensive, I would say. So you can kind of just coast by and make it like, oh, yeah, that was kind of a cool six months. Or you can 
get a lot out of it. Mm. Um, mm. But That's we cool. just see time and time again, people who really choose to, I'm going to be here to be discipled, to be sent out. God does crazy stuff in their That's lives. Cool. So it really is quite like a, a very intense sort of set aside time in your life to really um, devote and just give to Jesus and say, yeah, train me and send me. Yeah. 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 And yeah. we do have like um, every base, every YWAM base has sort of electives you can choose to go through as well. Oh, yes. So we focus very much on, and that sending part is being a part of the spheres of society. Cool. So yep. we'll often talk about the seven spheres, you know, yep. the arts, family, hospitality, like mm. all that kind of thing, business. Um and on and on. And so we will then tailor our schools toward those things. Cool. Okay. So if you're yeah. into the arts, then we have courses that focus on that. You yeah. know, if you're into, you know, music, tech, all that kind of stuff, there's yeah. schools for that. Yeah. So Whoa. you can look up, That's you cool. know, extreme sports and there's schools for it. You can look up theatre and there's schools for it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, so people can travel the globe and specifically go into the things that they feel are on their heart for ministry and deepen mm. in that for their setting. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. Because I've I've heard, I've heard a few of the, um, few of my brother's age friends go mm. to I think it was Colorado for yeah. snowboarding. Yes, We've got, snowboarding. A couple of you know, yeah. I can't, yeah, the, yeah. can't name names on this, but I can. Yes, um, but uh, yes. Yeah, I know we know yeah, the people yeah, we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's um, yeah, and then they came back like super on fire for God mm-hmm. and like yeah. completely I know, changed. I mean, the yeah, the <laughs> yes. certain one that I'm like he's still. Yeah, you know, his flame's still bright. It's a yeah. beautiful thing, and it's yeah, it's like a, it is a lifelong. It's kind of like, for me, I see it as, uh, you you go be intentional mm-hmm. for you know a certain amount of time, so your baseline for like who God is or like what yeah. God looks like in your life is a whole lot higher. Yeah, yeah. So then you're working from that instead totally. of having to work, you know, yeah, or like not work but like learn yeah. over five six years yes. to get to that yeah, same yeah. point. You just get yeah. in there real quick, and then life's Totally. Yeah. You know, kingdom, yeah. more kingdom focused yeah. earlier. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that the crucial thing, like it's not just a YWAM thing. I think just what gets exhibited in YWAM is really willingness. And I think willingness is the, the key to seeing that kind of growth and yeah. discipleship. Okay. And that if you come willing, there's nothing that God can't do with you. And in the same way as every single day when we wake up, whether we're in YWAM or not, how willing are you to sort of go to those places with Jesus? Mm. And so it really, yeah, whether you're in YM, whether you're on a DTS, whether you're whatever it is, it's kind of a, comes down to a willingness factor because people yeah. can be in YWAM for years and not, not grow. We've seen it before as well. Yeah. That some people come and sometimes come and leave worse off. <laughs> but it's you're all... selling it real good. <laughs> nah. Honestly, but it's all willingness. It. Yeah, it's I all can, willingness. I've, I've, yeah, I've definitely heard of that. Like, especially with, mm. I guess, yeah, with willingness. I mean, like, I'd, I'd use almost the word um, how much you're willing to surrender. Yeah, that's of, right. Like, yeah. Of your life to let God in. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just like, okay, yeah. no, I'm going to do this in my own strength and mm-hmm. yeah. I'll enjoy this the way I want to enjoy it, not the way that God's called me to to live it yes. that's right yeah um and that's that's uh, yeah because i guess there's you know even like i guess conferences you have small things that that the same thing applies but mm-hmm. in that intensive space yeah it's a massive cool opportunity as well yeah you know why we're so what so i i love i guess learning and absorbing um i guess that's what the reason why we started this mm-hmm. um so i want to i would love to learn what you guys have been learning like what is it 
what are what are some of the things you've learned? Because um, I think discipleship is one of the big things that you you guys do well, and um, that's that is you know, I guess that's the thing you guys carry the most mm. from why I understand what I understand why we're meant to be. So yeah. what is that? What have you learned in this in this journey of like discipleship? What is what are some things mm. you need to be intentional about? What are mm-hmm. some things that yes. you don't need to be intentional about and leave? Yeah. Um, The first thing that comes to mind for me is that in a discipleship relationship with somebody, um, especially if you're kind of in a position where you're discipling or helping disciple them. Mm. um, Wait, we should define discipleship for those that might not understand Mm -hmm. discipleship because it does go a bit further than just church. Yes, true. Have you got a a, a non-Christianese discipleship Mm -hmm. (laughs) definition? Sorry. No, I don't. No, go for it. Go. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I, felt, I feel bad for pausing yeah, yeah, you on that, yeah, but yeah, I want, I want to take question. more people with us. I would say, I would say um, teaching someone something that applies to every aspect of their life, not just a head knowledge or not just an experiential knowledge, not just a fact or something, but like you are conforming to the thing that you are learning. So if you're Whoa. discipling somebody, yeah, you're good, literally though. teaching them how to live something, mm. I would say. So Jesus and his disciples didn't just teach them facts about the kingdom of God. Mm. He teach them how to manifest the kingdom of God. Mm. And so he discipled them into living and being as he was. Yeah. It wasn't just like a talk like me, look like me, speak like me, like be like me. Mm. Yeah. And so that's what sort of made them not just students, but disciples. And so I would say Whoa, discipling somebody is Whoa. like helping somebody's like entire life be transformed into the, the thing that they're trying to learn. And so for our case, it mm. is Jesus, it's his gospel, it's being mm. a witness and letting his lordship transform every aspect of your life because mm. every aspect of you is relevant to him whether it's your finances or your it's car itself, or man. your friends, like every <laughs> aspect of life mm. is yeah. relevant to him and therefore can be discipled. So it's not just your mind or your attitudes. It's like your habits, your eating, your yeah. time, every aspect is relevant and can be discipled into his image. Mm. So when you're discipling somebody, you mm. want to kind of hit the whole co of that, of like you are your entire being will be transformed into Jesus. How can we... How are you? Your well-being. So it's or what's the reason or like the entire agenda. So what is is that? Is it connected, those two things? Those that are learning as well? Co-papa and ho Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, ideally. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what, at least that's what I would sort of crudely say, discipleship. Mm. And what we sort of go for is like when you come to do a DTS... Um, we don't just talk about one aspect of things. Like we want the lordship of Jesus to be in every aspect ingrained in you as like, this is how you live. And that way, no matter where you go, what you're doing, you will be a witness. Mm. And it's not just in a certain setting. Mm. It's not in the church setting, yeah. work setting or whatever. You're just, you're life. flowing yeah. because you've been discipled in every way possible. Yeah. So when you spend money, yeah. you are being a witness to the kingdom because you've been discipled on how to, that's so good. Spend money, yeah. kingdom-minded, things like that. So well, our setting's really intense with that because obviously we're we're living with the people that you're discipling. Yeah. So it's another way yeah. in which it differs. Intense, yes, it can be. What Feels like it? a fishbowl. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But you're mm. modeling a lifestyle, right? Like yeah. you're showing this is not just something we do 
on a Sunday, mm. obviously everyone's ideal that that would be the message. Yeah. Um, that this isn't just something we turn on and off. It's yeah. like, what does it actually look like to still enjoy movies yeah. and be discipled in that area? What about yes. music? What about, you yeah. know, those all those areas um, and be discipled in it? Like even down to the way that we That's hang so out good. with one another in a dining hall. What's that? Because I think there's, there's elements for like for what I'm thinking about just now is like, because I feel like people park their faith mm. when they're in those moments because they don't know they're mm. not discipled in those moments they're mm. kind of like okay I've got a head knowledge about it kind of mm. yeah. but then I feel like you know certain, even like a lot of people with work you know they get to work mm. and they're just like okay I'll park my yep. faith because I don't know what it fully looks yeah. like yet. yeah yeah. and I guess it's you guys are like no nah, that's the place where that's I want to pick up I want to pick up and Come go yeah. Yeah. that's cool that's exactly. awesome flip yeah because there's no limitations to Holy Spirit you know so he doesn't like say I'll oh, see you after work yeah, you yeah. Know? yeah. and then when you're clock off he's like oh how was your day at work like nah he's fully there yeah, yeah. with yeah. you in and amongst and wants everything. to do something yeah and, wants and, to do yeah. That. and that's yeah. where we get to that stuff teachings that we have um specifically on uh you know what does a kingdom come look like yeah. you know what are we saying when we say your kingdom come yeah and if we're looking at those spheres of society it's like hey let's just dream to your wildest abilities of mm. what if the medical sphere was fully kingdom come mm. you know and yeah. there's your mandate yeah you know, yeah. like... Because mm. I guess it's for a lot of people, like, I know my, myself, like, I would be, and I, I feel like a lot of people in my same similar situation that hasn't been to something like that, is that you've got those, like, yeah, that's that's it. Mm. But then you kind of like, and that's something I always talk, you know, I talk to dad about, I'm like, but what is the tangible between that mm-hmm. and then me? You yes. know, like, <laughs> but then, like, it does take that, you know, it does take that intentionality around it, mm. you know, because there's like a, it's like, okay, you know, bring, bring God into your workplace. It's an open heaven, you know, draw down what, what, you know, what's, what God wants. Yeah. Um, but yeah, learning that is, is another, another step, mm-hmm. you know, like learning yeah. what that outworked. Yeah. Or like the tangible of that looks like. Mm-hmm. And mm. I guess it's like, sounds like what, almost like hundred percent of what you guys go after really. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool. Flo. Yeah. Yeah, and that's where it yeah it does come back to willingness too. Because some people are like, no, this is I'd like to reserve this part of my life just for me to be in control of. No, thank you. Mm. And that's okay. You can't really force, and Holy Spirit's not going to force something in your life. So the level at which yeah, you, like you said, surrender or give over to I want to be discipled in this area, mm. Lord, is the level at which you can be used and transformed. Um, one of our lecturers um, in in New Zealand, he's, he's always, he, he uses the Lordship of Christ and he's always going on about, um, how the level at which you die is the level at which you will live pretty much saying that, um, what you're willing to kind of give, submit and Mm. let the Lordship of Jesus reign within you. That is the level at which he can outwork and manifest himself in the kingdom. So it's like, Mm. whatever Mm. you want him to have hold of, you kind of need to let die within yourself. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, totally. So that's kind of the willingness thing in that discipleship and willingness have to kind of coexist. Mm. Otherwise, you know, it doesn't really flow as... Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like, honestly, that's kind of what, um, that's where Bubble Dutch kind of came from. Mm. We've said Mm. it a few few times, but it comes from the original saying that that Dad used in his his preachers, especially um, like five, six years ago was we said there's a double dutch going on in you mm. where you have the spirit, which is whole Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you know, mm. it's, it's, you know, it's full of um, life and everything that God yep. is. But yeah. then there's you, you know, you got your, almost your brain yeah. and you have them 
fighting. You have a, you have a double dutch yeah. going on that, like, because that's what you know. That's when people see, you know, like a Christian messing up. Mm. Mm. You know, they're just like, you, you, people are often, you know, like, oh, non-Christians go. are like, oh, but this spirit is just, clean. But yeah. then it's like, well, no, there's the, the there's a double dutch going on. Mm. But I guess there is the whole surrendering of yep. this yeah. totally. to let this live daily, like hourly. Because you're dying to the, you know, the, the, <laughs> yeah. the Adam, you know, the in you. Mm. Like you need to, yeah, um, yeah, surrender that. And it's it's a it's a it is an ongoing process, though, right? Mm-hmm. It's, um, what kind of have you got any um, I don't know, any testimonies, any, any stories on like some crazy things you've seen, like as in with even with that area or mm. even like yeah. just healings or anything? Yeah. yeah. I always um, love hearing this. That's what yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah, that's awesome. I think um, for me, um, the sort of miraculous stuff that comes through, um, I mean, discipling people and then sending them out to be a witness and obviously in settings of outreach, you know, you, the Lord does things and he's mm. faithful to do stuff and you see miracles but it is a beautiful thing when you see somebody's life transformed Mm. because you can see something crazy you can see a miracle and in the moment your brain can't comprehend it and you can't explain it Mm. um but we're so good at forgetting so a month later we can be like oh whatever no like i'm not really sure like that that happened and Mm. if it doesn't transform you it doesn't change you like that person's healed but you're witnessing of it where's the benefit if it didn't change and so Mm, um those things are awesome but the beautiful thing it like i think for me is seeing somebody who's genuinely changed for the long term just good like fully sold out for jesus Mm. like we're describing this person who's gone to colorado and come back Mm. just on fire Uh, those are the things that i think um far outweigh kind of the amazing miracles though amazing they are it's such a beautiful Mm. thing to see somebody fully given and set on fire by Jesus. Um, and so those kind of testimonies um, are always my favorite. Yeah. Mm. Um, so is there somebody that comes to mind? Oh, I mean, particularly if we can talk even from within this time in New Zealand. Yeah. Because, I mean, overseas stuff, I think people more expect, I think particularly young Kiwis, wanting anyone that's interested in YWAM generally think, oh, these miracles and these mm. sort of crazy things happen overseas. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah, it sure. is trickier yeah. for people to envision the stuff within our own nation. Mm. Um, but just seeing young Kiwis get out and in mm. evangelism, so part of our weekly um, school activities is doing local outreaches, slash evangelism, mm. um, and just hearing incredible things. Like one of the things that they were a part of um, was was when we collaborated with a school in Tauranga. And um, we're talking like they're going out to drunk people at night and then people are getting sobered by the Holy Spirit, yeah. um, giving their That's lives so to Christ, and then those same people are then witnessing to their friends right beside mm. them because they just got sobered up, mm. saved, and then now they become the evangelists. <laughs> yeah. um, we're wow. talking about midnight baptisms in yeah. the ocean at the Mount. Like so cool. people just so passionate about it that they just go for it, you know. And people driving by in their car, seeing somebody get prayed for, stop the car and ask what's going on here. Yeah. And then get prayed for and get saved right then and there. Yeah. On the street in Tauranga. Um and young Kiwis that have joined outreach teams. You know, like they just met people along the line and then they've decided, Yeah, we want to be a part of it too. Can we come? Like, so yeah, this is, our yeah, outreach teams like, have picked people up and taken them with them. Because you want that. Like you yeah. want I guess you want kingdom to multiply, not yeah. add through the people that were already, you know, yeah. that yeah. are already going out. Like the, yeah. the, the testimony be its mm. prophecy. 
Mm. Yeah. Fully. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So, cool. so um, yeah. So with, yeah, I guess I really want to go into, into like lessons, mm. like stuff you've learned. Like, stuff, <laughs> like I'm like, okay. what being in, in, in that intentional like space up, up north, what is that? It will come with things that you've learned, like even with mm. being around people full time, like mm. I can't imagine that. Mm. Yeah. That'd be, I, I don't that. Um, but yeah. what is like, you'd, yeah, there'd be, mm whole heap of learnings in that surely mm-hmm. but yes. I, I guess it would become yes. normal for you as well so it wouldn't be like a black and white like I've learned yeah. this because it's, really it's like, very true yeah, yeah like um, you almost have to look back quite yeah, yeah. Hard, almost <laughs> I think the most obvious thing which is a continual learning process hmm. is that in this in the setting of discipleship and living amongst a setting of discipleship the Holy Spirit is always teaching me how to be humble in every way possible in that he loves humility and he mm. loves a humble mind and a humble spirit and a humble person because he loves and has just access to, to work in them and through them. And so, honestly, the biggest lesson, I think, is just how to practically just humble myself and never assume anything over somebody be, or about somebody yeah. or situations because there's so many dynamics in so a what, setting like that. So what could that look like? So, like so a situation for instance, um, with students or staff yeah. who work with us, there's so many dynamics in that. There's a lot of practical things that need to happen, as course, along yeah. with just the spiritual, the emotional. Clean, right? You know, yeah. you've got to just you've got to get work done, yeah. as well as you're discipling people into being more like Jesus. Mm. And so, that that's a really tricky dynamic to just walk in at all the time. And yeah, so. Maybe. Um, where things can seem like, oh, this did not go well, or this person has done this, or they've said this, or these people are at odd ends, and like so many different social and emotional, spiritual dynamics happening. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to kind of take things at like sort of face value and make quick judgments and thoughts, decisions about people. Mm. And what they should do, shouldn't do, mm. should be doing, yeah, totally. sh- how they should be behaving. A lot of times we just want people to behave to make us comfortable. Because we're like, yeah. oh, like who you are and your behavior at this point is not nice and it's not making me comfortable. I just want you to change. Yeah. It's usually for our sake. Yeah, um, and so never kind of making assumptions that you just you just don't know. You don't know what that person is thinking, feeling, why they did what they did, why they said what they said. Mm. And more often than not, um, you can jump to a conclusion and then get more information and kind of wish you could hide in a hole because you're like, oh, no. Like, it's just such a dangerous thing. So humility being yeah. the lesson to always, um, I guess, give people the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. when it's so easy in kind of a high-stress situation to be like, ah, you know, and yeah, draw yeah. a conclusion and be like, nah, that's the... And, and not have kind of the perspective or the patience, the grace, the humility of Jesus in, in a situation. Yeah. And so where a setting like that, you can really... Uh, it's easy to jump to conclusions or assume things of people and get angry or judge or whatever. Mm. Um, not to do that and to always... Um, give people time and grace and space and care more about them and their process rather than your own feelings in the moment. Mm. Um, 
if that makes sense. It's good. No, it's good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely heightened because you're around everybody, and I think having to have that grace for yourself, mm. like for ourselves, that's <laughs> yeah. a huge lesson. You yeah. Know? Like, and oh. I think particularly with Barry and I feeling like, oh, we're so young, like, you know, I've just turned 30, mm-hmm. he's still 29, um, and we're <laughs> running this thing, you know, yeah. and it's, it's nuts. And some of our students last year were the same age as us, and, you know, yeah. like... And older. Yeah, yeah, and having to Ooh. sort of actually back the fact that we're not in this position because we signed up for it in any mm. capacity other than just... Or we're qualified. Yeah, we're we weren't, we weren't mm. actually even in the line yeah. of who they were interviewing for the position. No. It was just the Lord then told them, <laughs> give it, you know, talk to these guys. Yeah. 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 So, wow. um, so being in this position, I think just leaning more on the fact of like God, particularly in a pandemic, mm. you know, lesson mm. for us has just Shit. been like, oh, mm. you definitely know better. Um, and mm. it's such a crazy time and a crazy position for us to be mm. in that it's just got to be God, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And, and I think just being willing again to be really uncomfortable yep. for the sake of other people and for the sake of what he is doing, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because oftentimes if he says you need to do this or treat this person this way or behave or pursue this, um, we kind of start looking for ways out of our obedience when it gets really uncomfortable. It's yeah. like, yeah. I know I said yes to this, but I really don't feel like it anymore. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really uh, uncomfortable. And yeah. so learning how to just like let him comfort you and keep your yes a faithful yes, even mm. in the, oh, I do not understand, and this is so uncomfortable. What does that look like? So, like, mm. if you if you got there, um, what is that, you know, and you, you've, you've woken up and you're kind of like, no, nah, it's just, like, nah. <laughs> no, <laughs> Never nah. happens, yeah, nah, Johnny. Nah, doesn't yeah, happen. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> I don't believe a word of it. Yeah. But what do you, like, what does that look like? What, is, what, mm. is a, what does a God comfort look like for you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, but it is just because I'm thinking about it. It's just um, funny, yeah. It's, it's okay. yeah. I think for me, and it's been this way for a lot of my life, because God will speak and move and comfort each person to how they know, hmm. how he knows they need yeah. it. For me, he gives me, like, I think perspective is the most beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And through perspective, I have a lot of peace. And so when it's like when I'm just done, I'm like, this is so uncomfortable and I'd rather be anywhere else. Mm. He, in his spirit and in his kindness, sort of gives me the perspective of the reward that he is worthy of and the grand scheme and picture of the fact that he is a beautiful and victorious king and I'm going to be with him one day Mm. and that everything that I'm sowing into has eternal fruit. And this very moment right now is very momentary Mm. and kind of just gives me the perspective of his eternal kingdom he's like Mm. i am a hugely amazing and eternal glorious king and you i know this is hard right now but look at the big picture Mm. and from the vantage point of the big picture it's just like oh true Mm. okay like you're on the throne wow and so we sort of have this thing like i always used to say at the end of the day at the end of the day jesus is on the throne it's kind of like the catchphrase for difficult things. Of yeah, like, yeah. Well, at the end of the day. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. at least for me, yeah. in those moments, it's like the bigger picture and the perspective of the beauty and the lordship of Jesus mm. in the eternal heavenly realms that is present with me right now and this moment of things are not ideal. 
but it will not always be this way. Mm. And that if my life can be laid down, like this uncomfortability, he's so worth that. Mm. Like if it can be laid out, poured out like a drink offering, like a beautiful fragrance, it's so worthy. Mm. So perspective for me always helps. Mm. Cool. Put things into like, oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Mm. I agree. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Very valuable yeah, yeah. perspective. Mm. Looking from things heaven downward rather than yeah. earth up. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Is that like yeah. Well? yeah, I would say like, I mean, sometimes I feel like Barry can speak better as an outsider looking in at how I handle those situations. Um, but I generally, I think I'm, I'm the kind of person that takes responsibility probably too seriously. I would say that's something I've been having to... <laughs> Just laughs. <laughs> I, honestly, oh. I'm like, pandemic's on. Yeah, I yeah. am on even more. Problem. So, um, yeah. so that in that kind of way, I can definitely tie myself out. You know, I'll push, mm. push, 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 yeah. crash, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm that kind of person. Um, but I think, same thing again, of just, honestly, what it takes for us is just a bit of time and worship, and mm. we're just butter again you know like we just melt again and it's like oh man all those petty little offenses all Mm. of the little things that we've been harboring you realize i've been harboring so much without Mm. even noticing Mm. and it all just like drops away and it's Mm. just so so good it doesn't necessarily always mean all your problems are solved as we know but just the perspective that you get again is incredible so i think for us it's just the beauty of like even when we have our own time together of just Prayer or worship or just processing. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. His, his presence is like the, like, I don't know where it says in scripture, but Holy Spirit being the promise of the, pro, the, promise of the inheritance that is coming, mm-hmm. that is like being with him. And so his presence through the Holy Spirit is like that deposit, like that inheritance yeah. of like, this is what it's about, Here my presence. Yeah. And it's so awesome. when you have whatever being in his presence looks like for you, Mm. It's almost, yeah, like taking that opportunity to remind yourself of the deposit that you have of your inheritance and and what it's all about. And that in his presence, just one look at him, you know, like the perspective completely changes. And Mm. he could, the fact that he could be on the cross and have joy knowing Mm. that um, what what he is looking forward to and the fact that we're his bride, Mm. you know, that he can have. Um, joy looking forward to the fact that he is going to be united with his bride one day and to be in that moment and still somehow like be thankful and humble and have joy Mm. it's like yeah the deposit of the promise that's coming Mm. um so like the word inheritance that is like Mm. it's yours it's 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 yours that's so i love that word yeah Yeah. you don't have it yet necessarily you don't have the fullness of it yet yeah but it is yours, yeah. Yeah, it's mm. so good. Um, final question to wrap it up. Mm-hmm. What fires you guys up? <laughs> Fire. Yeah, for like um, for God yeah. or anger. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you go first, Tish. Oh, gosh. That's a great delegation. That's leadership, man. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess the thing that's been... F- very much just a frequent conversation and I think mm. our base our mm. YWAM zone has become sort of known throughout the various bases in New Zealand for is just the heart we carry for our nation mm. 
Mm. Um, I get mm. very passionate about just the history of missions in New Zealand. Mm. I'm very passionate about what that means on a global scale of how us understanding that history actually impacts the missionaries we're sending out. Yeah. Um, so that's the kind of stuff that I get fired up about. And when I'm talking about that, I'm meaning straight up like Te Tiriti or Waitangi, Treaty of Waitangi stuff. Yeah. Love yeah. talking about it. Um, we've been a real, really blessed by becoming good, connect, well, connected really beautifully with the Waitangi Treaty grounds cool. and with the mm-hmm. trust in Waitangi. So yeah. our base now has an ongoing relationship with the trust in Waitangi, um, with the marae in Waitangi and the treaty grounds. Yeah. So that is something that we dreamed of happening before yeah. we were ever a part of YWAM yeah. again and we thought mm. how cool would that be and yeah. then now it's yeah. the reality we're living out so God's just been so incredible mm. um, he's blown our minds with the doors he's opened in that mm. um, and I think that's the kind of conversation that we're, well, I'm really big on I know Barry's very big on as well and our team really carry like the staff mm. carry it beautifully and they're not all Kiwis um, we actually for a while were majority Europeans Mm. Um, so they carry wow. it beautifully and it's now trickling throughout other bases in New Zealand as well. So yeah. at the moment, oh, all awesome. the campuses around New Zealand are stepping into learning Te Reo Māori and all on. the international YWAM bases and leaders from other campuses that aren't Kiwis now want to know more about Waitangi. And so Barry and I now That's take... Awesome. Yeah, Barry and I now run um, groups that come up to Waitangi on outreaches from other campuses and we're training other mm-hmm. missionaries and why it's important to understand the history of missions and how we can be more informed missionaries going forward. That's phenomenal. It does yeah. really cool. Yeah, affects what you do. Like, whether you think about it or not, we are sort of informed and, yeah, dictated by the yeah. past of things. Yeah. And we just love seeing how, like, that stuff is at work today and how we can be present mm. in those conversations. Mm. I think particularly yeah. for us in our context in Northland, you can't get away from it. Like no. where, yeah. where the treaty was signed. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it's very normal in Northland conversations. So yeah. just wanting to normalise it more and mm. actually see more of a Christian voice in this, in mm. those areas and within that arena. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Um, value in it. Mm. Yeah. I think uh, for me, and Tish would say the same for her too, like this is a very big priority for her, but it, it is, um, yeah, for unreached people groups. Yeah. And mm. so that is sort of um, a big part of why Youth With Mission was kind of where we felt like, yeah, this is where he's placing us mm. because that's what really it's all about. And um, there's so many initiatives and projects and things um, internationally that are just focused on ending Bible poverty, um, mm. things like that, getting the word of God into languages and distributed places where it's not, getting unreached people groups um, introduced to Jesus. And um, there's just so, there's just so, so much. And there's so much in New Zealand as well. And so I think um, when we talk about like the impact and where is the gospel, where is the word of God, where isn't it? Um, mm. It's shocking sometimes to to sort of see because in our minds we think, um, oh, these are the places, these are the people, these are the countries where there's the most need. Um, and generally, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But if we really look into the nitty gritty of our streets, our neighborhoods, our countries where we think have been very heavily churched or missionized or whatever, um, we'd be surprised to to you know know how many people haven't heard or don't mm. have access or have no idea. What's going on? You're even saying neighbor. Like, what? Did you see a neighbor didn't? Yeah. 
oh. New Zealand, but I will like. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, like just within New Zealand, in the fact that we we have our, in our minds that there's certain people groups that have no access to um, the gospel, but those people groups are within New Zealand as well. Yeah. And so See, that was um, shocking because we we're talking about that earlier. And, yeah. Um, mm. I don't think we did in the podcast, but we, we we were talking about that earlier, and I was just like, "Wait, that's actually mm. like we yeah you don't think about that mm. you, you assume yeah. you mm. really do assume that, but yeah, it makes yeah. sense that it's yeah. not fully you know reached. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And I think so for us, um, and especially for me, there's just such a beautiful urgency around the fact that we live every single day with the beauty of this hope within us, of the Holy mm. Spirit, and that every single day there's people who are living and dying without it. Um, mm. And so Jesus has not suggested but commanded that we go and do something mm. about that. Yeah. You know, he's like, go. It's not, please think about, Yeah. go and make disciples of the nations. And so um, the fact that there's so many languages, so many places, so many people groups without the Bible, without a witness of the gospel, without any Christian influence for us really fires us up. Mm. And that right now in this state of the world, there's a lot of things and dreams and visions that we want to see happen, but um, we can only sow into them in prayer at this point. Yeah. We can't actually physically go and be there, but um, we know that God's got such beautiful plans for the nations. Mm. And whatever part we have in it, we're grateful for. But that's also stirs a fire in our bellies is that you don't want to take the gospel for granted. Like... Mm because yeah. there's people without it and have no idea who this Jesus is yeah. and they have to know. Yeah. Yeah. It's good news. Mm. Flip, so is it, well, we're going to wrap it up there, but really want to give an, another opportunity. Is there anything that you, you're carrying right now that you just like, I wish, you know, like <laughs> I want people to, mm. to, to learn about this revelation that I've had. Mm. Mm. Great question. Do a DTS. <laughs> Doing DTS. I heard that. I heard that. Twelve weeks of uh, um, uh, focused lectures on different topics. I think it will definitely bring up stuff that you're like, man, that was a crazy lesson, or that was, mm. you know, even after all our years of hearing these lecturers, we're still learning today. You know, um, yeah. fresh revelations or brand new ones or whatever. But it never gets old. Yeah. I think mainly that. Um, yeah, just to be expectant, mm. I think. Because in these, we're really maybe in the habit of expecting the next bad announcement type thing. Mm. And like looking for how are things going to get worse or <laughs> what change is going to come that's going to be more restrictive or yeah. all this kind of stuff. Like we're just used to that flow. And mm. I think um, in the spirit and kingdom of God and within the heart and the mind of God and the plans of Jesus, mm. um, he is doing things and he's preparing people for things and he's preparing us for stuff that is equal and above in measure for goodness and for his kingdom far more than this world can throw at us. Like he is mm. surpassing plans mm. and to be expectant to see um, this world we're a part of, see him move, see him and expect him to move mm. because he is planning to do so and he is doing so. Mm. And so in all the situations and settings and being like, oh, this and this and this, and it can all seem very pretty daunting and intense, uh, but the spirit of God 
is victorious and mm. is moving and um, really to expect him to do things that our imaginations maybe can't even think of yet. You mm. know, that yeah. it's just like he, he has got stuff up his sleeve and he's doing things in the world that um, mm. would blow our minds. And I, I just want to be expectant to, if he says something, if he, you know, wakes me up in the night, whispers in my ear that I'm ready to be a part of it. Mm. And they're like, I know, God, you're going to do some crazy things in mm. these days um, because the world's crazy. So yeah. how could it not get crazier? Yeah. Mm. Um, and he's going to be a part of it. So I don't know. Just cool. to have an expectancy, not to hear bad news, but to hear what yeah. he is doing. Yeah. 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 Fucking kingdom. Expecting, mm. yeah, expecting God to do what he, he wants to do. Yeah. He's not even like, yeah. Not even like having to ask. It's like, no, we're just you know, have that faith expectation for what God said he wanted to do. Yeah, for who he is. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) that's it. I think he's excited. He's like... (laughs) He's like on the edge of his throne. I genuinely feel the same thing. I 100% feel the same thing. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. Like, he's not worried in these days. He's excited Mm. for what's about to happen and what's happening, I think. Mm. Um, mm. (laughs) So we all need a bit more faith, I think, myself. Oh, totally. Personally. I think so, too. I need a bit more faith. It's just a realigning, right? Like a a misalignment of what we're focusing on. What you focus on is what comes. Oh, absolutely. Uh, In my my opinion. Like, I think, yeah, so like focusing on kingdom magnifying who God is that yeah. creates <laughs> yeah. a lot of like room for God yeah. to do stuff it's definitely mm. a word for myself in this season of be like no wait no he is so excited for what yeah. he's doing and what yeah. he's like oh, yes. and just that even you know the thing the Moravians said that mm. may the lamb receive the reward of his suffering mm. and just that he gets the glory in it all you know and mm. that the problems don't get the glory that we don't focus yeah. and give them priority but that he gets the glory he gets the focus so mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's so good well we're gonna wrap it up there but it has been so special to to catch up with you guys got, <laughs> got to have a wee lunch with you guys before this evening so blessed so privileged <laughs> um but uh yeah we really do um we want to keep sowing to these guys and keep mm. praying for these guys because these guys are Mm. Their hands and feet on the ground. They're they're um, they are working a lot of a lot of stuff that um, is kingdom, mm. and like we want to find a way to support it because I, I think there's a everyone has a has a graced you know mm. place. You know, there's people in, in the church that are graced to be in business and you know finance. Mm. You know, mm. missions that are intentional like this, mm. and like but then you know yourselves being on the ground, being the people that are you know discipling intentionally like this. Everyone's got their, their, I think, you know, grace zone. And it's really cool to see you guys come alive. Mm. And, like, you know, when you guys were going, we're like, oh, I mean, it makes sense. It totally makes sense. <laughs> you guys are like, yeah, you know, like, the people that knew you were just like, man, mm. this is, mm. of course, these guys are not like people for that, you yeah. know. They, don't, they might not be, feel, you know, like they've, they were qualified, but you guys, mm. you know, mm. you, you guys were leaving with us being like, man, mm. these, guys are, these guys are definitely, you know, they're the right people. Oh, um, so, um Love you guys. Um, I think you guys were in crushes for a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but then heading back up mm-hmm. or down Queenstown. Queenstown, then Queenstown. back here, then up. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Well, but yep. Um, God bless you guys. Um, and uh, that's us for Dutch this week. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Johnny. <laughs>